What is up and welcome into another fan section podcast. This is uh, Tyson Quiller and this is going to be a fan section short. I will title this specifically. If you're not a Colorado football fan, you may not have a tremendous amount of interest in this, but for Colorado football fans, I think we need to do a deep dive here and we need to explore uh, the status of the program, where things are at. I mean, we are coming off of just a humiliating, embarrassing pathetic loss uh, 26 to 3 at the hands of the California Bears up in Berkeley Cal now I said before this game Colorado fans Colorado players coaches do not take this kid Chase Garber lightly he is a good quarterback that being said and he did he tore us up but that being said this is not a good Cal team they're one in five coming into this game their only win being against a team in Sacramento who's not even a football bowl subdivision division one football program um they have uh, one of the worst defenses in all of the conference um and so i guess maybe the best place to start is right here uh i think those of you who have been listening you know i've been very high on colorado's defense <clears throat> and i remain so mm-hmm. however the colorado defense just played flat out bad in the first half of this game they they could not stop uh anything in the first half they did not stop a single Cal offensive drive. Uh, field goal, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, field goal was the drives for Cal in the first half. Cal ended up, ended the game with 438 yards, which is the most anyone's rung up against Colorado. 213 yards on the ground. That's ugly. That's bad. Um, and I must say, uh, a major takeaway, Makai Blackman, although he is an outstanding ball hawk when the ball is thrown, he is a liability in the open field. He cannot make and secure the tackle in the open field. There must be some adjustments to accommodate for that. Yeah, he goes high every time. Every player he goes high on is bigger than him. They truck him or he just completely misses the tackle. Uh, so I think that that was just on display in the game. Uh, but I think it's very clear the defense made adjustments at halftime. And that is a feather in the cap of Chris Wilson and this defense. After giving up 23 points in the first half, they only gave up three points in the second half. That's a win. The defense won the second half. Um, In addition to that, Christian Gonzalez is a stud. He can make the plays and did make many plays in the open field against bigger players. He cuts them low and takes them directly down to the ground. He also made some great pass deflections in coverage. you need probably the main takeaways you need to work on. Listen, when they run a man coverage on defense, if the quarterback just waits a couple of beats, the defenders all turn around and they're chasing their players down the field. That leaves the middle of the field wide open. Chase Garber took advantage of that, ran all over Colorado's defense in the first half. Maybe you need to work on getting a spy in there. Maybe they underestimated how good of a running quarterback he is. I mean, I, I don't know. He's only the single quarterback in Cal history with the most rushing yards. So I don't know how he might have snuck up on you, uh, but maybe you need to run some more zone coverages, have a spy, uh, one middle linebacker, maybe a Carson Wells or a Nate Landman who are spying in, in that sort of back end of the box on defense. But I do have to say, and I'm a numbers guy, this defense is still the third uh, best defense in the conference in points given up per game. Okay, so the defense is not clearly is not the problem. Okay, just on a whole, from a macro level. And with that being said, I mean, 
let's let's just dive right into this heart check, this gut check, um, this reality check. For those of us that are Colorado fans, alumni, uh, boosters that contribute, I mean, this brand of football is embarrassing and humiliating. Uh, the offense was absolutely atrocious again, and it's really getting frustrating because they don't seem to be making any real adjustments. Uh, the Colorado Buffaloes were 3 of 12 on third down conversions. They had one uh, fourth down early in the game. Cal's up 3 nothing. Uh, Colorado's offense, really probably their most productive drive of the game. They drove the ball after a touchback out to the 50-yard line. And on fourth and one, rather than just doing a QB sneak and have Brendan, having Brendan Lewis shove the ball across the line and continue to march down the field, mind you, the score at this point is 3 nothing. Uh, we decide to have Brendan Lewis drop four yards back into the backfield, hand it off. It gets blown up in the backfield. They take over the ball in, Col- in Colorado, uh, Colorado's into the field, and, and the route was on after that. That is play calling. That is, that is poor. It's not even poor execution. It was just flat-out poor play calling. To some degree, you could say poor execution on the offensive line, but you see it every week. These teams just line up. All you need, if you're telling your, your offensive line, if you don't believe the offensive line's good, it's far better to tell them, hey, just give one push forward than to tell them, hold the line while I trot back four yards, give it to another guy, and he tries to look for a crease. All you need is one yard. But that was exceptionally frustrating to watch. Um, let me see if I can get back in line here. Uh, for the offense, 3.8 yards per pass. Pathetic. yards per rush, just embarrassing. Uh, As a whole, the offense only had 104 total yards in the entire game. Colorado punted the ball seven times. The only points for the Buffs came off of a 67-yard kickoff return by Brendan Rice that he took all the way back to Cal's 33-yard line. And you're thinking, hey, this might be a flip of momentum. This might be something exciting. The offense, hey, all you got to do is move it 33 yards for a touchdown. Well, this embarrassing offense could only move the ball 18 yards, settled for a field goal. The only points of the game for the Buffaloes. The Buffaloes did not have a single drive the whole game that went for more than 25 yards. Not one. That's pathetic. In the five games this season, not against Northern Colorado, who's an FCS team, and Arizona, who has lost now 19 straight games in a row and is obviously terrible, uh, Colorado is averaging only in the five games not against those two teams. Colorado is averaging only seven points of offense per game. I mean, what is, is what is this? 1904 Army football? I mean, you know, is this is this an offensive brand of football that they, they, they played before the forward pass was invented? This is just embarrassing and pathetic. Um, and it's been that way for a while. You know, they they, they tried to smokescreen and cover it up. Everybody, I talked about this last week. Oh, maybe the offense has made this, that, or the other. The offense did not score 34 points last week. They scored two field goals in the first half, and then the, the special teams and defense scored two touchdowns. We did not do anything real productive on offense until we were already up 20 to nothing in the second half, and Arizona basically gave up. Okay? And that's obviously the case, because the offense did nothing against Cal. So that brings me to this story here. According to 9 News Denver, Mitch Rodriguez, has been relieved of his duties. Uh, Mitch Rodriguez was the uh, offensive line coach, has been for the last two years. Uh, This is a quote from head coach Carl Durrell. I felt this was the appropriate time to make a change. 
We still have five games remaining in the season and can work hard to do what we can to improve our offensive line play. So, I mean, first thought jumps right out at me. You thought that this was an appropriate time, not the bye week before we played a terrible Arizona team. You thought this was the appropriate time. I mean, think about this. If you would have fired him or somebody else, obviously, you know, I think he should have fired somebody else. But if you do that before the bye week, you have two full weeks to learn and teach up your players on this on this offense, work with the offensive line on new schemes, on different things, and then you roll it out against the worst team potentially in Power 5 football. That seems like a much more appropriate time to make this uh, change than after a humiliating loss, and you're going to Oregon next week. Okay? Just pathetic, just embarrassing. I, you know, but here we go, continuing on with the quote. We have struggled most of the season, and without much consistency up front, it's been hard to find an identity for our offense. Not all of this is on Mitch, but in the end, it falls on the coaches. Well, it certainly seems like it's falling on one coach. So I, that's neat. There's a little throwaway line. Not all of this falls on Mitch. Uh, it's clearly the case, but it certainly seems like it's all falling on Mitch right now. I will say this is true. The underlying play has not been consistent. But the league's worst uh, 22 sacks. Brendan Lewis has been sacked 22 times, which is the seventh most of any starting quarterback in the country. Uh, but, you know, for anybody who's watched the game, if you just looked at that stat, you'd say, wow, terrible offensive line. And that's partially true, okay? But if you've watched the games, you've known it has rarely been because of quick collapsing pockets. Okay, Brendan Lewis holds onto the ball far too long. Uh, it's a combination of being gun-shy, not being confident. Maybe he can't move through his progressions quickly enough. Okay, but it's not like he snaps it and they're on him in a second flat. This is three, four, five, and it's like everyone watching the game saying, throw it away, throw the ball, do something, and then he finally gets sacked. Uh, coach Rodriguez joined uh, Durrell's coaching staff in March of 2020 and has coached 13 games for the Buffaloes. So there's clearly the fall guy. We're cutting this guy. He's going to be the fall guy. Um, I went through these numbers with you guys several weeks ago. Uh, coach Rodriguez has been on the coaching staff for two years. This problem has existed far before there, uh, going back five years from 2017 to the present. Uh, pass offense in 2017, Colorado averaged 260 yards a game. The next year, 249. In 2019, 238. In 2020, 201. And this pathetic season, Colorado's averaging 117 yards passing. Hard for me to believe that that's on the shoulders uh, and a result of an offensive line coach who's been here for less than half of that time. Uh, also, last year, behind that uh uh, offensive line coach Mitch Rodriguez uh, offensive line Colorado rushed last year for 212 yards a game Okay, you might remember Jarek Broussard was the conference player of the year kind of hard to believe he had a pathetic offensive line if he was that successful and then this year what all of a sudden I mean obviously there were injuries in the offseason but I mean the rushing, the rushing attack for Colorado's offense 121 yards per game this year after 212 last year. Is that because of Coach Rodriguez, or is it because the teams know that we are entirely incapable of passing the ball and they stack 9 and 10 guys in the box to stop the run every play? Okay? I'm not saying Drew Carter is any better. 
I'm not even bagging on Brendan Lewis. You know, I, I, I was at the CU Boulder Living Legends event uh, a few weeks ago before the Arizona game, and uh, athletic director Rick George was there. And, I mean, it was just one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. He got up there and basically uh, pleaded with the fans, don't be so mean on Brendan Lewis and don't send mean messages and whatever. Anybody talking about Brendan Lewis? Well, I mean, maybe people are. I'm not talking about Brendan Lewis, okay? Yeah, this is not on Brendan Lewis. This is on the coaching, coaches and the coaching staff, okay? These coaches have known these players and what they are capable of for the, at least nine months now. The fact that they are completely incapable of making changes is an utter failure from the coaching staff. And in my opinion, I think you know one coach specifically, the offensive coordinator, Darren Cheverini. According to BuffZone.com, Darren Cheverini is scheduled to make $600,000 this year. Let me say that again, $600,000 this year. Not only does CU have the worst offense in the country this year at just 238 yards per game, but only five teams in the country have had a worse offense in the last 15 seasons. This is a historically pathetic, incompetent, impotent, bad offense. Every team in the Pac-12 this year, to include a historically bad Arizona program, gains more than 100 more yards per game on offense than does this Darren Chevrini-led offense. This offense is in the bottom 15 teams in the country for third down conversion and dead last in the country at 12% on fourth down. Okay, Darren Chevrini, he cannot play call. He cannot adjust. He cannot develop players. He can only kind of recruit. He should have been fired clearly after that pathetic performance against Minnesota and the longer that Carl Durrell waits to act, he will become responsible uh, for this um, for this uh, just disaster uh, of a season. Okay, when we look ahead, okay, when we look ahead, this is why this is a gut check for CU fans. Okay, you look ahead at the remaining schedule. Colorado is more than a twenty-point underdog in every game remaining on the schedule except for one. And that's Washington at home on November 20th. Colorado is a 13.5-point underdog in that game. This could get really, really bad, really ugly. Almost certainly Colorado is going to finish 2-10. and 10. Something must change on the offense. So with that being said, uh, Darren Chevrini is under contract through the end of next year. But so was Coach Rodrigue, and he hit the chopping block. So with that being said, Colorado... You know, I don't know what what you do here, okay? Obviously, firing somebody uh, isn't going to automatically make the offense better. But keeping them has clearly not done it either. So it's time to have a gut check. It's time to have a reality check. We need to remove the people who have been responsible for this terrible, inept offense and move forward. I, I said it in the podcast several weeks ago. Coach Carl Durrell has been an offensive coach his entire career. He can take over the play calling. I have confidence in him. But the longer he waits, this cloud will begin to reign over the top of him. And with that being said, thanks for tuning in. This was a fan section short, and uh, appreciate your support. Get in that mailbag. Uh, send me some messages if you disagree. Tell me what you think. If you have statistics that you would like for me to check out, please feel free to send them my way.